Praise ye the Lord. Please turn to Psalm 146. Psalm 146. Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goeth forth, he returneth to his earth, in that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is, which keepeth truth forever, which executeth judgment for the oppressed, which giveth food to the hungry. The Lord looseth the prisoners. The Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. The Lord loveth the righteous. The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and widow, but the way of the wicked he turneth upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even thy God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. This psalm begins and ends with praise ye the Lord, or hallelujah. The Lord is in all caps, meaning Jehovah. Praise ye the Lord is directed to others, plural. But the psalmist immediately turns his exhortation to himself. Praise the Lord, O my soul. In verse 2, he makes a grand commitment. While I live, will I praise the Lord? I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. What will you do while you live? This psalmist is purposing to praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. Praising the Lord is closely associated with singing many times in the Psalms. Will you be known for singing praises to the Lord while you are alive? For leading others to do so as this psalmist did? Some this past week spent much time teaching others to praise the Lord with their voices in song. That good activity is commended by this verse. Put not your trust in princes nor in the Son of Man in whom there is no help. If David is the author of this psalm, he was a king. He was part of Saul's court before he was king. And yet he said, put not your trust in princes. Later kings of Israel and Judah would sometimes turn to the kings of other nations for help instead of the Lord, but not this psalmist. Psalm 124 tells us how David thought of his military victories. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick. Alive, when their wrath was kindled against us, then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. 
David credited the Lord only, not Joab, mighty men, or Cherethites and Pelethites. David used these talented men the Lord gave him, but knew they were of no help unless the Lord blessed the efforts. In contrast to those who seek to man for their help, happy is he that hath the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God. The psalmist then lists 12 weighty reasons why the Lord should be fully and completely trusted. The Lord's vast superiority to human help is emphasized. As we look at this list of 12 characteristics, it is immediately apparent that seven of the 12 are him taking special care of disadvantaged groups. Let's look at these seven first. Number one, which executeth judgment for the oppressed. Two, which giveth food to the hungry. Three, the Lord looseth the prisoners. Four, the Lord openeth the eyes of the blind. Five, the Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. Six, the Lord preserveth the strangers. Seven, he relieveth the fatherless and widow. Are you oppressed, hungry, a prisoner, blind, bowed down? Are you a stranger, fatherless, or a widow? The Lord specifically helps these people who place their trust in him. Which executeth judgment for the oppressed? Did the Lord help Hagar and Ishmael? Which giveth food to the hungry? Did the Lord send ravens to feed Elijah? The Lord looseth the prisoners. Were the children of Israel delivered from Egypt? The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. Is that one prophetic, both physically and spiritually? Yes. Yes. The Lord raiseth them that are bowed down. How many times did the Lord deliver Israel from servitude in the book of Judges? The Lord preserveth the strangers. He relieveth the fatherless and widow. Did the Lord take care of Naomi and Ruth? Ruth fit all three categories. She was a widow, she was a Moabite stranger, and she left her unbelieving family. Those are seven characteristics of the twelve. And those are the Lord taking care of disadvantaged people. But there are more listed. Which made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that therein is. God and godly men often appeal to creation as evidence of the Lord's power, wisdom, and creativity. Evolution of order from chaos is a ridiculous idea. Why do animals all exhale carbon dioxide, which plants need, and in turn, the plants emit oxygen, which animals need? Do you think that's random? We could glorify God with biochemistry, but I think we've got something even better. The Lord spoke from a tornado to Job. In Job chapters 38 through 41, and nearly every question the Lord asked Job was based on creation. Here is the Lord's opening series of questions on creation. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. The Lord says, Job, where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Why is the earth the size that it is? God says he measured it and stretched a line on it. What is under the crust of the earth, and how is it held together? The deepest mine in the world, a gold mine in South Africa, extracts ore from a depth 
of 2.1 miles beneath the surface. The deepest drilled hole on Earth in Russia goes down to a depth of 7.5 miles. But the radius of the Earth is about 4,000 miles. So what is under the crust, and how is it held together? We hardly know any more about it than Job did. But the Lord put it together, laid the foundations, and he wants us to know that. Amen. This is only the first series of questions in Job 38. The Lord proceeds in similar manner for four chapters, addressing oceans, clouds, rotation of the earth, the nature of light, snow, hail, rain, dew, ice, frost, lightning, food for all animals, orderly procession of the constellations, horses, the ostrich, the peacock, the hawk, the eagle, behemoth, and leviathan. The Lord wants us to praise him and give him glory for his creation. Amen. Number nine, which keepeth truth forever. Amen. Truth is the Lord's, and he dispenses or withholds it yes. at his will and discretion. Number 10, the Lord loveth the righteous. Are you righteous? The Lord loves you. Amen. Number 11, the way of the wicked, he turneth upside down. That's comforting to us. God punishes the wicked. Number 12, the Lord shall reign forever. This is in sharp contrast to man whose breath is in his nostrils. We can't help here but note Daniel 4:34, And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven, and mine understanding returned unto me, and I blessed the Most High, and I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. So, the Lord takes special care of disadvantaged people. He created the heavens, the earth, and the sea and all their myriad intricacies. He possesses all truth. He loves the righteous, righteous punishes the wicked, and he's king forever. Amen. Are these 12 characteristics of the Lord sufficient for you to trust him over any man? Yes. Should a knowledge of him provoke singing and praise from your heart yes. and lips for as long as you live? Yes. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Amen.